Hey everybody, Divine Psilocybin here. Today I want to talk about the basics of mushrooms. I'm going to go back to Mushrooms 101. I want to bring this all back to just how they work, what are some of the positives, what are some of the negatives, um, what are some of the best practices, what things you should definitely not do. Um, give you guys some of the warnings, things like that. I just want to, I want to have an episode here, maybe for newcomers, for maybe for people that haven't done mushrooms yet and haven't decided on whether they want to or not. Maybe they want some more information. Maybe they want to know uh, a little bit more about the experience itself. I'll get into that in the later half of this episode and uh, maybe this episode is also for people that have taken mushrooms once or twice but don't know exactly what's going on and would like to just know a little bit more about what's going on um i'll give you guys a couple of my credentials here basically i've been taking mushrooms almost every two weeks for about a year and a half I'm sitting over probably over 80 trips now. Um, I've also taken some LSD. And there there were a few gaps where I, I didn't take mushrooms for a while. But uh, for the most part, you know, I've, I've, I've kept a good pace. Uh, the majority of my trips are over 5 grams. Um, or at least what most would consider over 5 grams, right? There are certain mushrooms are more dense than others with uh, psilocybin but the point is, is is the majority of my trips have been big trips um uh i've gone all the way up to 17 grams but uh my favorite my favorite dosage is, is sitting around the 5 to 6.5 grams um the podcast as it stands right now um i do have some basics and some simple things to talk about but the majority of the trip is or i'm sorry the majority of the podcast is my trip it is my experience it is me going over the things that i have experienced where i've been and the direction that i've gone with the mushrooms now that to say you don't have to go down the direction that i went with the mushrooms you can go down your own path you can find your own direction to go on the mushrooms, you know. There's lots of people that, you know, have a more Eastern religious outlook when they when they take the mushrooms versus my outlook, which is very Western. So um, all that to just say, you know, if, if, you, if you come into my podcast and you only listen to some of the later episodes, a lot of them are – a lot of them are heavily filled with metaphors – and meta language and just me trying to describe the experience that I'm having. And like I said, your experience might differ. So uh, instead, like I said, this episode, let's get back to the basics. Let's get back to 101, you know, what mushrooms are. So, uh, well, let's start with how I found out about mushrooms or how I decided to end up taking mushrooms on my own to start off with i was actually a police officer uh, i was a police officer officer for several years and i was uh, fortunate enough to basically take several drug classes and i ended up taking the highest drug class that's for you know just street police officers which is called a drug expert class so i became a drug expert <laughs> so in that class we studied about basically every drug that there is basically the government rounds up anything that affects any anything that you can ingest or that you can take into your body that can affect you is is all neatly put into like seven categories and so Anyways, we learned about depressants. We learned about stimulants. Stimulants are things like meth and cocaine. Uh, we learned about marijuana, which is funnily, funnily, funnily enough its own category. And then we also learned about hallucinogens. So the government 
they're really heavy on certain categories, which they've studied a lot, which are big categories, which are the most popular categories. Things like depressants and stimulants, those are the biggest categories. People on stimulants are a heavy, heavy focus for law enforcement because meth is so huge. Meth is everywhere. And so – and it's also something that you know affects crime and money flow and things like that. So the government cares about that. The government does not actually care a whole lot about the hallucinogen category. In the class, it was easily the smallest category. It was the it was the category that was the least gone over. Um, the government has just there's just not a lot of crime around it. There's not a lot of crime around mushrooms. There's not a lot of things that they can do about it either. Because if you live in Florida, you can just go out and pick mushrooms year-round. If you live in Washington, you know, there's several seasons where you can just go out and pick, you know, really heavy um, psilocybin-filled mushrooms. So it's just – it adds a different thing. And so basically in the class, uh, we we studied all these things, and mushrooms were quite different than pretty much every other drug. People were asked – in the class, if uh, if they could try one drug, what would be the drug they would want to try? And the majority of people <laughs> said a hallucinogen of some sorts. The majority of people said salvia. They'd want to try salvia, but then a lot of people also said mushrooms. The great thing about like salvia and DMT is it only lasts for like 15 minutes and has very little um, very little adverse effects on your body. So. This gets into uh, some of the ethical reasons why I decided to end up taking mushrooms. You have to understand, I studied them. I went on – after I got out of the class, I studied mushrooms for a while. Um, I dove heavily into it. I watched tons and tons of interviews and videos of Paul Stamets. Um, where he's talking about how they work. I've, I've watched a ton of videos by other people that it just explained how they work. I've looked at the studies. And so ethically, mushrooms just don't affect your body adversely in the way any other drug does. Basically, when you take meth or you take cocaine, you take something like that, the those drugs hurt your body. You know, meth, like if you see somebody that takes meth regularly, you will recognize that their body is not healthy. You know, they get sores, you know, they become weak, they um they have problems, you know. People that take mushrooms and that's all they take, you know, you don't see an adverse effect on their body. Their body still goes about doing its normal thing. In fact, actually, I personally feel I have felt better since I've taken mushrooms. Like my body actually feels better in general. Now, it could be also because I got out of the police force after I started taking mushrooms. And, uh, you know, obviously the police force was uh, kind of heavy um, on my stress levels. But anyways, the point is is – Mushrooms don't have any harmful side effects to your body. You know, they're completely non-addictive, right? You can't actually take them multiple days in a row, right? If you take mushrooms uh, one day and then you try to take them the next day, you will not get high again. You the the mushrooms just won't work. Your body has to actually clear out for two weeks before you can go back to taking the same amount of mushrooms and getting the same effect. You could take mushrooms a week after you've taken them, but you'll get half of the effects for the same amount of dosage, right? So it becomes a waste. It becomes a big old waste of mushrooms if you're if you're doing that. So basically you have to wait two weeks to take mushrooms again so it kind of has this anti-addictive property you know it doesn't 
your body at no point in time feels like it wants to take the mushrooms. Now you psychologically maybe you know maybe you're really into it and you really want to go back in. That's that's what the girlfriend says about me. It says I'm addicted to to the mushrooms in that capacity. But you certainly can't get physically addicted to mushrooms like you can with cocaine or meth where you're physically addicted where you need it you know where you need to take the mushrooms same thing with even things like alcohol you know which is a a legal drug you know it has severe adverse effects on your body um it doesn't uh and it also has addictive properties even marijuana can have adverse effects on your body anytime you inhale smoke maybe if you're doing edibles maybe marijuana might not have you know crazy adverse effects but but smoking you know no matter what when you smoke something when you put something in your lungs it's not going to be it's not going to be good if unless it's just the air around you <clears throat> but um another argument for the mushrooms so you know first of all it's their their safety Basically, mushrooms, they haven't killed anybody. Like, the mushrooms themselves haven't killed anybody in, like, it's like 2006. I, I mean, I did tons of research on this trying to find out if people die from mushrooms. And, and basically, they are the safest drug that there is. Um, the last time that somebody died on it that I could find confirmable was, like, in 2006. And it was a girl who had a heart transplant like just before she took the mushrooms so she had a heart transplant took the mushrooms and then her heart couldn't handle you know the a little bit of increase in blood pressure and a little bit of increase in you know um beats per minute that the mushrooms give and so this is that's like the you know that's like the only like confirmed thing that I could find where someone actually died because of mushrooms, right? So like one in the last like decade, you know, like more than decade, like two decades, you know. It's just not a common people just don't die on mushrooms. It's just they don't. Now, um there are lots of this is what I'm gonna call like a fa- the false warnings here. There are some news articles about people jumping off of buildings or something like that. First of all, none of these can I find that they're like confirmable, you know. Even that one with the girl where she she died of the the heart problem and everything like that. That was very hard to find any confirmable evidence of. Everything else is just like these kind of like short little news articles that are like a couple paragraphs long of somebody jumping off of a of a building. Now, the argument to that is if you've taken mushrooms, you know or if you've taken psychedelics, something like that is not the fault of the mushrooms. It is the fault of the person. <laughs> it is something already in that person's mind that is not right. Um, mushrooms do not cause you to lose a sense of safety or a sense of your well-being. <laughs> you know, you're not going to get like crazy you're not gonna just like jump off of a building or anything like that like it's really obvious if you think you can fly on mushrooms right why not just stand on the ground and try to fly off of the ground why do you have to jump off of a building (laughs) so it doesn't make sense that's just not something people do there was also recently i think um this year there's like a news article about a guy in Florida who shot somebody and he claims that he took magic mushrooms but there was like no evidence you know and it just that was something that was already inside of him if you're going to shoot somebody never like when I take the magic mushrooms never do I feel like I want to shoot somebody you know that's something that's inside the person you still have a sense of safety you still have a sense of trying to you know just be safe just be safe right even my heaviest trips my absolute farthest trips where I've gone out the farthest um I still never at any point in time was tr- 
trying to be unsafe. Like my, I still had a sense of well-being. I still had a sense of, you know, taking care of myself, you know. So that does not go away no matter how far you go on mushrooms, you know. If something like that happens, then the problem is in the person. So um, another religious argument here. <clears throat> Real quick, as you guys, um, well, some of you know, previous listeners would know, I'm pretty religious. I've been pretty religious, and I'm actually I'm probably getting more religious as I'm taking the mushrooms. But anyways, the point is, is I um I had to before I took the mushrooms at least feel that they were okay to take in context with like the Bible. So one of the things is. Mushrooms just grow straight out of the ground. They don't require any sort of manipulation by man at all for them to work. The The Bible allows you to drink, you know, alcohol in celebration, in certain times, you know, for communion, things like that, right? So wine is permitted in the Bible. And wine actually requires a human hand to make humans have to take the grapes and have to ferment them in order for them to become alcohol in order for you to drink them mushrooms don't mushrooms come literally straight from the ground all right like i said if you live in florida you can go out you know almost year round and just pick them and just pick them off the ground and eat them right there right and so that, for me, is a very hard argument to argue against when it comes to religious things. I could totally understand, you know, if it hurt you physically, you know, I would understand that. If it if it was manipulated and made by man or something like that, then I would also understand how it could be, you know, construed as being against the Bible. But just the fact that it comes, I say it comes straight from God, just straight from nature, um, and also no human manipulation, and it doesn't hurt your body, then, and it's not addictive. So I think those are the arguments ethically and religiously for mushrooms. Okay, well, let's move on. Um, Let's talk about how they actually work what what's actually going on when you take the mushrooms so firstly you have to ingest them you have to eat them somehow right so you can either just eat them as they are or you could mix them into a tea which is a pretty popular way to do it it has certain effects you can also do what's called the um lemon tech or citrus tech where you Mix them with a with something like orange juice or a lemony juice, and it'll have certain effects. Um, basically, as you do those effects, the actual things that you're feeling will come on stronger and faster, um, but they won't last as long. If you eat them raw, if you eat the mushrooms raw, the trip will last a little bit longer, and it'll be a little bit more smoother too. Um, but, uh, you know, the effects won't come on as heavy and basically you can probably peak a little higher on like a lemon tech or a tea, you know, if you're taking them in a tea, but anyways, so you take them and they enter in your stomach and everything. Your stomach absorbs some of the psilocybin molecule, but mostly once the mushrooms actually pass through into your intestines, that's where... They start to absorb, your intestines start to absorb the psilocybin molecule that's inside the mushrooms. That's what causes the effect. So this molecule, it looks very, very similar to your serotonin. It's basically, you know, just slightly, slightly different than your serotonin molecule, which is a natural thing in your brain. Your serotonin attaches to your neurons, neurons grab onto them, and they get a little bit of information, and then the neurons will let go of the serotonin. What the psilocybin does from the mushrooms 
is the psilocybin fits into your receptors on your on your neurons and then your neurons hold on to the psilocybin they don't let go of them and they hold on to them for four hours basically until they start breaking down on their own so basically that's how you get the effects and that's how you feel what you feel now these neurons are mostly in your brain but you do have some in your heart you also do have some just throughout the rest of your body as well and you can feel that sometimes depending on you know how much you take um but basically so the neurons right um the serotonin is being replaced by these psilocybin molecules now here goes here goes the one thing that the psilocybin does do to affect your body the one thing that it does do is it does activate neurogenesis this is what paul stamis has labeled it it's neurogenesis in your brain so when you're a kid neuro neurogenesis is your brain growing it's your neurons connecting themselves the you know in the order to create your memories and things like that and the way you think right so as a kid you they're growing and they grow all the way until you become adult for males it's about 24 mid mid to late 20s basically is when your neurons stop um creating new pathways and basically alzheimer's is when you when those pathways start deteriorating right you have these neurons that are all connected that make up your brain and when they start deteriorating that's when you get alzheimer's so what mushrooms do is mushrooms start creating new connections for you it basically gets your brain growing again um just like a kid and so this is basically the only body body effect it really has is it basically it creates new pathways on these neurons so um this comes into some of the warnings of some of the things that you don't uh want to do if if you have schizophrenia you should probably not take mushrooms because the neurons recreating themselves into new pathways and everything is just going to exacerbate your schizophrenia or at least it's a possibility that it could and it probably isn't worth the risk so if you have schizophrenia don't take mushrooms also if you are on um ssris or depressants that change your chemical makeup of your brain then you don't want to take mushrooms either because either they could have an adverse effect or i've actually heard of people that they're on an ssri they take mushrooms and they actually don't get any effect at all so if you want to take mushrooms and you are on an ssri you need to wait probably a couple of months probably at least 2 months for the SSRIs to clear themselves out of your body. So basically you stop taking them, you you get yourselves kind of cleansed and back to baseline uh, before you take the mushrooms. And that might be hard. And if you can't do that then, you know, don't take mushrooms is is my recommendation basically. Um so basically, yeah, don't don't take the don't take them if you're yeah, if you've got if you've got any major mental problems. If you hear voices inside of your head while you're sober, don't take mushrooms <laughs> cuz that is just going to be magnified when you take uh when you take the mushrooms. So don't do things like that. Um stay safe, you know, and re- and really, you know, consider whether mushrooms are right for you based on a couple of those things. So, uh I talked about the false warnings, right? I talked about these scare tactics that basically the media and government use about people jumping off of buildings it just there's no proof of it you know or very very little proof of it um unconfirmable stories and it just it just doesn't happen people just do not 
go to the emergency room on mushrooms. So you don't got to worry about much much as far as that stuff is concerned. The mushrooms do increase your heart rate a little. They also increase your blood pressure a little, and they also increase your temperature a little. Um, it's not extreme. Uh, my girlfriend, who takes mushrooms with me, she actually has a major heart problem. Her heart, uh, she actually has a pacemaker. And she takes mushrooms, and she's, for the most part, fine. Uh, she does actually... <laughs> She gets a lot higher than I do on very le- – uh, well, a lot less uh, mushrooms than I take, right? I take I take five grams. She only needs to take like two grams to get like as high as I do on the mushrooms. So um, there's that. But basically, yeah, the, the, the mushrooms slightly affect your heart rate, slightly affect your temperature, and slightly affect your blood pressure. So be aware of that. So maybe if you have really, really bad blood pressure, like super high blood pressure, maybe don't take mushrooms <laughs> uh, would be the um, the warning there. Um, well, let's get into – let's get into some of the positives here. You know, I've, I've gone over some of the warnings there. So I – I was actually in the army before um, before I became a cop. I was in the army. I deployed to Iraq, um, so I know it's. I didn't have like bad PTSD, but the the VA did diagnose me with PS, PTSD. I, I don't think it's very bad or anything like that. But also, some of the experiences I had as a cop also were slightly PTSD inducing. I mean, some of them were not pleasant let's just say <clears throat> so i do know a little bit about that and i can say that basically what what the mushrooms do is they allow you to confront and reevaluate ideas like that ideas like what you experience ptsd wise you can confront it you can confront – I guess what you would call your demons. <laughs> you can confront them from a different direction that's not as scary. You know, While you're on the mushrooms, you know, it's like you can deal with them. You can deal with them and you can f- confront them head on, your, your problems, your PTSD. And even your, if you're depressed, you're, if you're depressed, right? So if you have depression, same thing. You can confront that depression – from a different angle, you know, than what you deal with on a regular life. Because, you know, it's it's hard. It's hard to deal with PTSD. It's hard to deal with depression. It's hard to do it day to day and confront it and try to get over it. What mushrooms allow you to do in a safe environment is confront that PTSD, confront that depression. And so that way you can tackle it from a different direction and hopefully get over it you know um one of the things i would mention the studies and this is something jordan peterson talks about is you need to to have the best effects you really need to have a mystical experience one of the things that the mushrooms do when you take them firstly they get you high there's a but there's a distinct difference between just being high and then also having a mystical experience you can and it doesn't it's not determined on how high you are because i've taken heavy doses where i was really high but i did not get the mystical experience there's also been times when i've only taken uh, a, a little bit of the mushrooms and I was only a little high, but I still got the mystical experience. So the more important part, if you're wanting to really get over the PTSD or the depression, depression, if you have that, if that's what you want to take the mushrooms for, you need to make sure you get that mystical experience, right? Um, it's something hard to explain, and uh, maybe I'll get into it here. Um, what we'll do right now, we'll take a quick break. Um play a quick ad and then we'll come back and i'll get into the experience of what you feel while you're on mushrooms so all right be right back
Okay, before we move on to the experience part, um, real quick, you know, you guys don't just take my word for it when I say that mushrooms are safe, you know, that they're a lot safer than other drugs. Do your own research. I did a ton of research before deciding to take mushrooms. I, I read tons of studies on their safety and what the outcome is of them. You know, Jordan Peterson talks about how basically after you take mis- mushrooms and you have the mystical experience, um, you will have the effects basically, a, a, you know, more than a year afterwards. You'll have long lasting effects of that you yourself will be more open. You yourself will be more trait openness is is what it is um it's a personality trait that uh, psychologists go over but but basically when you have the mystical experience you know um the the effects are pretty positive and there's lots of studies that have shown about how it's cured depression it's cured ptsd from people or at least severely helped with their depression or with their PTSD. So I would I would definitely say don't just trust me on it. Do the research and figure it out, you know. Uh, there's also a lot of historical and spiritual practices based around mushrooms. Mushrooms are not new. You know, people – People think that they are basically discovered in the 60s by people like Terrence McKenna and everything like that. And although Terrence, you know, took them really far, you know, like he went really far with psychedelics and mushrooms and everything like that, um, he was by no means the first person. You know, mushrooms date back to just ancient times. Like people have been taking mushrooms as far back as you can imagine. Like uh, these things are just you know ancient culture people have been taking them so there's a lot of history that you can go over and learn about you can learn about shamanism and how shamans take it you can also learn about how other psychedelics you know they're similar like ayahuasca it's ayahuasca is not really similar but you, you get the idea of other psychedelics and how they affect people and how people have been using them for so long and i really like Jordan Peterson, he has some nice things to say about psychedelics. He has a lot of history that he goes over with the psychedelics, and so I really like him. Obviously, everybody loves Terrence McKenna. His stories are wild. His ideas are wild, and they're good, and so it's always good to listen to him. Paul Stamets, if you listen um, to him, he's great to listen to as well. Um, there's also a lot of other people out there with smaller stories and everything like that. There's people that get into NDEs, uh, near-death experiences, and they talk about how that's, that is a similar experience to what people experience on the mushrooms. Sometimes, not all the time, but um, anyways. So let's get into the experience and what you can expect maybe your first few times taking mushrooms now to be clear this is why i'm saying the first few times the more you take them the there's just a lot of places you can go with them you can really really take them far the starting point to when you first take them to the end point of where you could be taking them is just light years away. I mean, just a big, big difference. So anyways, when you first take them, those first few experiences, first of all, you want to have fun with them. The first few experiences are the funnest. They are very light, very lighthearted, very fun. You'll laugh. On that first that first trip, there's a certain point and it's 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 before you peak, you know, and but it's when the when the effects start actually coming on, when you start getting the visuals and everything, you will laugh. You will have just a random laugh for no reason. <laughs> it is amazing. It's an amazing thing. I've never seen anybody who their first time did not do it. 
everybody laughs their first time somewhere just in like probably the first you know half an hour to an hour when the effects come on people do do this little laugh it's so funny (laughs) it's awesome (laughs) anyways um so uh at first a couple of things you'll notice is you'll start to see colors as brighter and more vibrant right everything if if you got like if you got colored lights neon lights or something like that the colors will just start to pop they'll just become very bright very neon very you know they'll start to glow and basically you'll get what's what a lot of people call hd vision your eyes because they're blown out your eyes dilate when you um when you take mushrooms your eyes dilate a lot and uh that's actually if you're a cop that's like one of the biggest clues to you know see if somebody's on hallucinogens is how big their pupils are if their pupils are blown out then yeah it's a good chance they're on uh hallucinogens but anyways so your eyes since they blow out you take in a lot more light and a lot more detail i wear glasses um and when i'm on mushrooms um i can take my glasses off and see you know as good as i can with my glasses on you know my glasses actually what they end up they end up starting looking like uh like i'm looking through binoculars basically as i have them on i have to take them off sometimes not all the time but the majority of time i end up taking off my glasses during the trip so um so you get that enhanced vision, that HD vision, you get colors. You'll feel – it's hard to say. It's hard to say what the feeling is. You will just start to feel this connected feeling, this this feeling that you can kind of reach around the room, you know, like you – can reach outside of your body basically i'm I'm using metaphors here now but i'm just trying to describe this feeling that you get you know you can you you kind of feel things from a distance (laughs) is the best way to is the best way to put it um it's it's not euphoric Uh, here's here's something I want to be very clear about because some people every once in a while you'll hear them talk about a euphoric feeling on mushrooms. That is not common. That is not normal. Um, most people don't feel euphoric. Now, if you've taken other drugs of some kind, if you've taken things like meth or cocaine or something, those have a euphoric feeling. That's a feeling where your body feels good. That's what euphoric is. Your Euphoric is when your body feels good. The mushrooms don't necessarily make your body feel good. They they lift your spirits is what they do. The mushrooms kind of – they lift your spirits. They lift your mind kind of and kind of expand and open your mind is what they do. It's very, very different feeling than, you've been, than being euphoric. So uh, just a warning there on that. Uh, not saying that you can't feel kind of euphoric, but the majority of my trips are not euphoric. In fact, I have some trips where my body is aching pretty bad, you know, and I'm, you know, feeling a lot of weight. Depending on how many mushrooms you take, you can get um, basically a temporary type of paralysis. Not paralysis. What am I thinking of? A, Basically, your body becomes so heavy, your muscles become so heavy that you just can't move. You're basically just laying on the ground. That's nothing to be worried about. If you if you get that, there's nothing to be worried about that will go away. Here's a couple things to keep in mind when you trip. When you trip, especially for the first time, just keep in mind, no matter what happens, that the time will pass and that you will be normal once the trip is over you will go back to just being yourself being fine being your body you know just who you are time will pass most trips especially on the lower doses last four hours and that's it if you take a lot of mushrooms they will last more than four hours like uh like that 16 gram trip i told you about that lasted way more than four hours and i've also learned to 
hold on to the trip longer. I do that on purpose now. But when you're just starting out, don't worry about that. When you're just starting out, four hours, remember, it'll all be over. Okay. And it's cool. One of the things that mushrooms do is when the trip's over, the trip is over. There is no, like, there is no, uh, like when you're the hangover, there's like when you drink, you know, and you get the hangover, that doesn't happen on mushrooms. The next day you are back to normal, fine. I mean, maybe psychologically you might be different because of some of the things you've experienced, but your your body, you know, and how you feel, it should be back to normal, you know. Um, so I guess you could have gone all out and exercised on mushrooms or something like that, but you probably won't feel like doing anything like that. <clears throat> So, uh, some of the experiences that you can have, uh, even starting out, uh, you could feel some time dilation. Basically, I, it's a little hard to describe, but you can feel a sense of time slowing down or speeding up or time even freezing and stopping okay now once again four hours of normal time will pass by (laughs) and you'll be back sober but it will feel it will feel like time is slowing down you won't have you know you might not have that every trip because i don't have this every trip i don't have the time thing every trip um but you can have some time distortion basically um, in higher trips, you can get what's called these loops where your mind is playing like a recording of itself over and over again. It's really cool. It's, I think it's the coolest effect that I've ever gotten, but <laughs> some people I've heard don't like it too much. But uh, yeah, you can get loops. You can get time loops. You can get time effects. Like I said, time slowing down. Um, so one of the things that you'll notice if you close your eyes – You'll have visuals. You'll have basically colors that will be streaming across uh, basically the inside of your eyelids. Basically, when you close your eyes normally, you know, it's mostly black for the most part. You know, maybe there's some, you know, light bleed or something if there's light on in the room. But mostly it's black. When you have – when you're on the trip – you will see all sorts of things like just colors moving. If you're listening to music, you might get what's called synesthesia, which is where basically you'll see the music. You'll you'll see colors moving up and down with the music. Uh, it's not the same as like an equalizer that you would see on your computer or TV or anything like that, but it, it's more like you'll – You'll feel the flow of the music and you'll see that coming across in front of your, you know, your closed eyes. You'll, you'll see colors and stuff move. Um, it's kind of neat. Um, if your eyes are closed, you'll also might feel like a melting feeling. You might feel like your body is kind of either shrinking or melting like um it's not uncomfortable these these the majority of these feelings are not uncomfortable the majority of these feelings are kind of like awe feelings they're very awe-inspiring they're kind of they feel they're just really experiential i don't know i'm trying to think of the right word here to say with that but they're not bad they're not bad none of none of these feelings are like incredibly uncomfortable you know you can have uncomfortable feelings we'll get into that in a little bit here um but especially on your first trips you won't have anything that'll be incredibly uncomfortable unless you're doing something wrong you know your first trips should be light and easy uh you should recommendation here you should probably only take about two or three grams on your first trip uh if if you have normal mushrooms if you have something like a golden teacher um if you have normal magic mushrooms though uh two to three grams just to get the feeling just to feel what it's like just to have a good time colors music that kind of stuff um 
you might experience a little bit of uh, maybe hearing sharpness, kind of like I was saying with the vision. You get this HD vision. You might get you might get a little bit of a hearing increase. I don't get that that often, but I have gotten it before. Um, a couple things that don't happen: your sense of smell and taste aren't really enhanced. Uh, I don't like eating a whole lot on mushrooms. I've tried it, tried to taste a few things here and there. Mostly, it's just meh. You know, it, it doesn't seem to affect my taste buds or my smelling very much. It definitely affects the vision the most. Um, hearing a little bit. Uh, sense of touch is not increased either. Um, I mean, you feel those melting feelings and things like that, but it's not like you're feeling anything crazy different. You know, a blanket still feels like a blanket. A blanket's soft, of course. And you might attach yourself to that softness more, but it's not like it'll feel crazy soft, you know what I mean, or anything like that. Uh, for the most part, the world still feels the same to me, even on my extremely high trips. A uh, sense of hot and cold. One of the things is when you first take the mushrooms, you might get cold. That's your body temperature increasing. So you'll feel cold for a little bit. Um, but then about the second half, you'll start to feel kind of hot. <laughs> I usually cover up at first, and then usually by the end of the trip, I'm, I'm laying kind of, you know, spread out on the ground, you know, <laughs> trying to cool off. So uh, that's one of the things you can expect to feel, um, even starting out. Um, let's see, what do we go over? Went over time, visuals, um, feelings... Uh, basically just have fun with those first trips. I mean, I'm, I, I really can't stress it enough. They should be fun. They, the first trips should really be fun. Uh, the mushrooms are incredibly easy for some reason on people that are just starting out. They're much, much more difficult the more you take them. The further you go with them, the more you take them, the more, uh, you realize what's going on. <laughs> um... As far as seeing things or feeling things, like the first time I tripped, I felt uh, a feminine presence in the room. Uh, very friendly, very nice, looking after me or something like that. It's hard to describe. When I describe these things, you know, <laughs> is one of the things. Some of the experience you have, especially even starting out, they will be hard to describe. They will be incredibly hard to describe. How do you describe that you feel like somebody else is in the room with you, but there is nobody else in the room with you. How do you describe that? So this is one of the things that my whole podcast is about is trying to describe what's going on. You might feel that. You might feel like there's somebody in the room with you, you know, and they might feel very loving and they might feel like, uh, you know, specifically feminine or specifically masculine, you know. Um, so... Just be aware of little things like that, you know. Don't be alarmed. Um, on those first trips, there shouldn't be anything that you should be scared of, you know. So, uh, eventually, you will have a bad trip, though. Uh, it's inevitable. Uh, if you keep taking mushrooms, if you take them more than those first one, two, maybe three times... You know, eventually you will have a bad trip, so be aware of that. And um, the bad trip is kind of important, though, because the bad trip is where you learn that you're in control <laughs> of the trip. You're in control of what happens. Those first few times, what happens will seem random, um, and it it probably is because you probably don't have any control, you know, over what you're really feeling and trying to get a hold of, you know. So the, the first few trips might feel random, you know, but, um, but just enjoy them. Like I said, nothing, nothing bad's going to happen. So and just be confident in that. And, you know, you want to stay, uh, you want to stay confident and relaxed. So let's talk about, um, some best practices here. Take the mushrooms in a safe place that you feel comfortable. 
Take them in your living room or your bedroom or something like that. Take them in a place, you know, and have one person with you that you really trust. Have your girlfriend or your husband or your wife, you know, have, you know, or your best friend, someone who's going to take it seriously and who's not going to interfere with your trip, you know, who's not going to do something stupid like wave something in front of your face while you're while you're tripping that's like the that is like anybody who would do that is not a good friend <laughs> you know like you should you should take the trip um somewhat seriously like i said it's still fun it's still fun those first few times and everything like that have fun with it put on like a a cool cartoon movie or something like that or a funny movie put on some good music that you like just some relaxing easy to listen to music or you know something like that you want to keep things relaxed and fun you know and you want to have somebody there that you trust and if you do that you know then you're just guaranteed to have a good experience you know get some lights get some bubbles maybe get some candles right the first time i took mushrooms i got some candles out uh, see i had i had like i said i had studied all this stuff and i had i had read up on what some of the best practices were and what people did candles are nice you know cuz you love looking at the flames those are cool to look at when you're when you're um on mushrooms um music you want good easy relaxing music you know something that you're gonna enjoy um the first time i took mushrooms i actually watched um heavy metal <laughs> i think it came out in the 80s like uh is this 80s uh like a, adult cartoon it's just so good so good and it was so so much fun to watch on my my first uh, mushroom trip and then my second mushroom trip i actually i put on an elton john concert on the um on the tv and that was really fun so i get a few things like that um your first few trips and uh, things to avoid things that you definitely do not want to do on your first trip don't take them out in public don't take them with a group of like strangers or a group of people that you like four people maybe one of them's your boyfriend but the other two are people that you don't know don't do that don't go anywhere. Don't be driving around in a car on them. Um, nothing like that. Don't just don't be out in public. Don't go out onto the streets or anything like that. Some people trip out in the woods by themselves, and that's that seems fine. You know, as long as you're not going to run into other people and you can trust yourself to stay still <laughs> or in a general area where you're going to be safe <laughs> but um you know uh you don't want to be running around the woods you know and you don't want to be getting lost in the woods um so the way that i prefer to do it and this is also a few of the people i know uh like my sister we prefer to be in like our living room we prefer to be me myself i had several trip rooms i had two trip rooms before and now i have kind of <laughs> my house is my trip room now <laughs> but um but basically you just want to be someplace where you're comfortable you know and where you we have stuff to do too because um one of the fun things to do is like do art doing some art like getting some paints out like some neon paints go to walmart and buy some neon paints that is incredibly fun to do uh while you're on mushrooms so yeah definitely don't go out in public i've read lots and lots of trip reports this is something you can do too if you want to learn a lot more about how trips go and about how to keep them good <laughs> is read uh, a couple trip reports or listen to trip reports or look on YouTube and find some trip reports and see what people are doing. The people that go out into public and the people that are driving around in cars or being driven around by their friends, they have bad trips. <laughs> you know, They end up seeing something they don't want to see or they end up having to deal with a situation that they don't want to end up dealing with. You know, uh, When you read about the people 
that stay in their room or stay in their living room that are watching TV, they're listening to music. You know, those people have really good trips. And so um, that's the recommendation there. Uh, so I think that's about it. I think I'm about to end the episode right here and everything. Um, there's so much more to it. There's so much more to the, to the trips. Um, if you want to go back and listen to some of my old, you know, um, episodes, you probably don't need to listen to like the first two, um, there's probably a few you can skip in between, you know, but basically the more you take them, you know, there's, there's a lot more that can happen and there's a lot more places you can go and you don't have to see one of the things is I take them every two weeks. Some people wait a lot, lot longer. Some people wait like a whole year before taking mushrooms again. You know, some people can't handle taking them over and over and over again. Or some people just feel like they're not getting anything out of taking them over and over and over again. So do what feels right. You know, you will feel, you will feel it, especially after you've taken them the first few times. You will feel like, okay, can I take them again? Or should I wait? You know, and um, you'll know, you'll know, you'll 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 have this instinct. Here's one of the things that comes along with the mushrooms. Oh, let's do that real quick. I'll I'll, I'll talk about some of the things um, before we finish up here. We'll we'll talk about some of the things that you can expect to have going after having taken mushrooms. One of the things is like you'll just have this instinct kind of geared towards psychedelics mushrooms and things that are psychedelic you will see as you're just like walking through walmart or something like that you will see patterns on objects or toys or um like maybe towels if you're walking through the home department or maybe you'll see like pictures or something like that or posters or something and you will see their psychedelic influence or you will see how you being on psychedelics and looking at that thing will have a different effect than it used to have so you'll have an instinct for it is is the best way to say another thing is you'll dream um your dreams will become more vivid. They will become more memorable. They'll become more complex. This is something that I've had a lot of people talk about. That uh, you know, people that I've talked—I mentioned my sister. I talked to her a lot about it. She ha- herself has had, you know, basically more vivid, more extreme dreams. And me myself, I mean, sometimes after I take the mushrooms, I will have a few days worth of just massive super complex super vivid dreams just like six dreams a night every night in a row for several nights you know so that's one thing you can expect um you also just feel in general just a little more lighthearted i guess a little bit more like just one of the thing they talk about, uh, I talked about the openness, you know, they, that uh, Jordan Peterson's mentioned and everything like that. You get these trait openness. You'll just feel like everything's okay, kind of. You'll kind of take things more in stride, I would say. That's just like a general, just day by day thing. You'll just feel, you'll just feel like, okay, life's still hard. I mean, you know, this doesn't change life in any way. Mushrooms don't change how life works. But your attitude towards life will, especially if you've had the mystical experience, your attitude towards life will be kind of more just, okay, we're just going to go through it. We're just going to do what we got to do. You know, it'll just be a more positive attitude in general is what I see. So um, you also might have on the flip side of that, even though you might take things in stride, you might also feel like other people's attitudes are unacceptable sometimes you will see somebody that is acting not how they should be and it might irritate you you know this is something that happens to my girlfriend um you know after she's after she takes the mushrooms she often sees people um you know just 
not being who they should be basically is uh, it's hard to describe you know uh, maybe that's more complex and getting into the the next episode or something like that but but basically you know you will have a different attitude kind of towards life and everything like that and in general you know i think it's a positive <laughs> so all right guys we're gonna call it right there and uh thanks all for listening if you're still listening to the end here thank you guys so much um if you guys uh could you know i'd really appreciate like uh, a rating of some sorts whatever platform you're on for the for the podcast would be great um any comments if you guys want to contact me uh you guys can find me on discord i'm on the um uh quentin experiment from youtube he uh he's one guy that i like to listen to every once in a while um and then also you can just email me at divinesilsyben uh, at gmail.com. Yeah, it's just divinesilsyben, no spaces, hyphens, no nothing, just divinesilsyben. So anyways, thanks very much, guys. You guys have a good night.